another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. And it's another weekend, another sapeople.com with yours truly, Melanie Walker here in Johannesburg, and Jenny Baxter, the lovely, in Antibes in France. Good morning, Jen. Morning, Melanie, who is looking so beautiful and sunny and gorgeous. Well, yeah, I mean, it's still, you know, apparently on the 1st of March, we hit autumn here in South Africa, which I'm sitting there and thinking, well, there was nothing autumnal about my walk on the spray this morning. Let's put it that way. It was hot. You walk around going to all the people like Molo or Kunjani and they say, hey, goeshi sagakuru, eh? which is like, it was really, really hot. So, um, but the, the sun has definitely moved off of the normal ax- summer axis. It's going down. So I can feel the that we are sliding down into the coldest come, which is one of these things that happens every year, which really bothers me. I want to just stop. I want to just stay in permanent summer. I'd be very happy. Well, you should come to the northern hemisphere. You should, like, you know, six months, six months would be the perfect life, wouldn't it? Absolutely. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just going to have to become rich and aimless. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do that. Uh, anyway, I like working too much. And talking about work, I see that um, you've been hard at work with a lot of the stories that you've got coming up on SA People. So, so what is your main story? Obviously, I think the main story for everybody is this absolute nonsense that's going on in the Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, no, really, really terrible. And it's really being felt around Europe. But of course, there are always so many heartwarming stories coming out of it. And there have been South Africans that have um, played a role already, a positive role. I, I don't know if you saw Elon Musk. He, yes, he, the Starnet. Yeah, What's it, Starlink. Starlink um, uh, satellite internet terminals. He delivered, or his SpaceX company delivered two days ago, and and that was a response to the Ukrainian vice prime minister, who basically tweeted to Elon, while you're trying to colonize Mars, Russia's trying to con- colonize. Ukraine, and while mm. you have rockets successfully landing back on Earth, um, Russia is attacking us, our, our innocent rockets, people, yeah. our civilian people with rockets. And and so Elon Musk responded, it's been amazing. Um, you know, people were kind of anti-Elon because of that interview he did a few years ago mm. to be funny, you know, smoking uh, marijuana. And now, of course, you know, he's done this. And he did the same thing for Tonga uh, last month, you mm. know, w- when they had their tsunami and everything and, and people were n- uh, lost their connections in remote parts. He sent in um, these same satellite terminals, internet terminals. And now people are saying, you know, how good he is for humanity and, and what a blessing. So yeah, well done to him. And, mm-hmm. um, and I loved it, you know, when the, when the vice PM sort of said, thank you, Elon Musk. They've arrived. Starlink has arrived. And Elon tweeted back, you are most welcome. Just no. Go, home. Elon. We're, we're behind you 100% as well. Makes us proud. Yeah. Um, okay. And I see that, um, one of my, my favorite people when it comes to international relations and helping people who are stuck overseas, especially during the COVID crisis, Kim Kerr or Kim Milner here in Johannesburg. She's also been getting, and, and I met her through Darren Bergman, who's our shadow MP uh, for international relations. And of course, he's having a bit of a hard time trying to understand why it is that, um, there are Russian ambassadors having wonderful cocktail parties with our governing body here in South Africa. I think most of us are kind of like sitting there and looking at this and thinking, 
ready. Well, hopefully they are negotiating and trying to help. I mean, did you see even the Pope went and spoke to the, you know, unprecedented for the Pope to mm. get politically involved, went and spoke to the Russian embassy in the Vatican. So, mm. you know, hopefully they're having positive talks. We must just tell Putin, listen, if you don't behave yourselves, we're going to be sending over our health minister, our <laughs> minister of police. We're going to be sending all of our ministers over to come to you. <laughs> that'll, that'll stop you from doing anything bad going forward. Sorry. Oh, no. no, let's not talk about uh, South African governing people because they're usually well, what we're some, talking about, quite there, frankly. There are hmm. some good ones. There's, you know, um, but but back to Kim, who you were speaking about. Mm. Kim mm. has has got together with uh, Lorraine Blau in the Netherlands, who you might remember. Mm. She's the one who got involved when that KLM flight landed, and all the South Africans with COVID weren't allowed were detained. Yeah. So Lorraine, Kim, and of course Haley Rachart in the UK, who I often speak about, who does a lot. So they've got a Facebook page, South Africans Ukraine Crisis, and that is helping South Africans get out of the Ukraine. It's helping other South African families come forward in other parts of Europe to offer their home while the South Africans try to arrange to get back to, to SA. And mm -hmm. there have been some wonderful um, success stories. So thank you so much to them. You know, they're not sleeping. I've spoken to Haley and Lorraine at like, you know, I was speaking to Lorraine. It was after midnight. She's got children herself, but they these girls are working through the night to try and get these South Africans people. safely home. And then I'm not sure if you saw the most wonderful man, Kourbis Olivier. He used to be a professional cricket player. He's an expat who's lived in several countries. And he's currently in Ukraine where he he was actually, he was with the ambassador, Andre Grunefalt, about two weeks mm. ago, arranging for all the ambassadors to have a cricket tournament in Ukraine. Uh, so he's a very positive guy and he has four gorgeous little dogs. Gorgeous, gorgeous. And he could not go, he could not leave at the time. Now pets are allowed to cross the border, but he couldn't leave at the time. And he can't even stay in the basement because he's got too many dogs and there's too many people down there. So he has been holed up in his apartment. He's got the mattresses against the window, but he is sending such positive messages. And he's gone viral around the world, Brazil, uh, the mm. UK, Australia, everywhere are photos of Kourbis. He's like one of the faces of this disaster. But that's one of the things that is, I mean, I've seen prevalent on Facebook specifically is all these pictures of the Ukrainians who are leaving and they're not letting, letting their pets stay behind, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. So let that be a lesson to all of you people that are leaving the country and decide that you're not taking your animals with you. There's no reason not to. Okay. <gasps> oh, Just putting Mal? it out there. No, no, Mal. I've spoken to some people who you cannot believe how devastated they are. And there mm -hmm. are some who go to the ends of the earth to find their pets and new homes. I think it's a really, really, we can't judge until we're in that position, kind of position to be in. Do you know what I mean? Mike, Mike, but I've known way too many people who haven't managed, who haven't actually gone out to try and find a home and just had the animals put down. 
Oh, oh, when they've okay, left no, the country. That's, that's so no, I'm talking about people like yeah. that who actually could take the animals with them, but they're like, oh no, they're too old. I'm not going to spend that much money. So I, I, I have no chill okay. when it comes to those kind of things. Anyway, okay. let's get on to happier stuff again. <laughs> so there's also a Ukrainian woman in, in Cape Town who's uh, got a backer buddy thing going. Yeah. So she, she was actually in Ukraine a couple of months ago. Her mom, her family still live there and she set up a fundraiser. You can see all the details on SA people to help the people back in Ukraine. So Excellent. look out for that. Yeah. All right. So a lot of people who are out there and, I, th- you know, as long as they don't bring out any more songs about, you know, all these famous people going, oh, we're going to save the world and we're going to, uh, you know, sing songs about helping the Ukraine. <laughs> people, if you're going to do something, you don't need to get everybody looking at you. Just do it. Don't go out there and self-aggrandize. Okay, just yeah. do it. Singing a song is not going to do anything to to help them. We're, we're right. very anyway, lucky so. here. Although it does sometimes raise millions, people have galvanized like you can't believe. So there are already mm. um, refugees coming in, and they do daily pickups of. Um, I mean, it's it's handy because, and I, I mean that very lightly. Obviously, it's tragic mm. but you know we've been able to clean out our cupboards with you know sleeping bags everything mm. clothes coats and every day they pick up and they're taking up to the borders so yeah Fantastic. so europe's really pulling together <laughs> a little bit more difficult to do when we're when we're down south some interesting news um we were talking about princess charlene uh this last weekend and uh just saying i mean you know we've because I wasn't quite sure why she ended up staying in South Africa and it had to do with a, a nasal reconstruction, nothing to do with plastic surgery that had gone slightly wrong or she'd reacted very badly to it, which has like led to a whole bunch of health issues, which she's still recovering dental, from. Yeah. Dental, yeah, dental and nasal. But um, when I was looking into all of this stuff, I saw that uh, the Japan have turned her into a manga character, which I think is really exciting. It is, and it's coming out soon in March. Um, they already did uh, Prince Albert. And so the story mm. is Prince Albert wants to have like a chess tournament in Monaco or something. And now uh, Princess Charlene is at the casino talking to the little children who have come to play chess there. But the, the and it's a really well-known comic book. And the guy who did it got her permission uh, beforehand and he said and mm. I think I think Queen Elizabeth the first and there are there are a couple of other very famous characters in history that Queen are Elizabeth the first the first he's featured her not the second um, yeah <laughs> the one from way back way when. Yeah. back okay. yes so she's joining you know quite a, a historical kind of uh, group elite group mm-hmm. and she she at the time that he asked for permission and then he sent through what he had drawn and she loved it she didn't ask for any changes um and oh, at the time she told him she was delighted and now that's getting uh just slightly not fake news but but some newspapers are reporting that she's just said that like oh she's broken her silence from this clinic mm-hmm. to say how delighted she is but actually she said that last year Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 All right. So there's that. And then, of course, um, BA, operated by Comair, um, has added another flight. Between Johannesburg and Mauritius? Yes. (gasps) 
yeah, I wonder if they'd let me just get on board and go over and play, seeing as, you know, I'll, I'll tell everybody about it, but they must just like, get me to Mauritius and <gasps> leave me there. You should contact <laughs> them. William Snook, I think. <laughs> contact them, say. And you'll take some Phone gorgeous up. photos Listen, for I've, I talk about uh, your your company on like you know um, I need to go to Mauritius. <laughs> yeah, that would oh, be no, great I'll, fun. I'll drop him a note. Um, mm. But yeah, it's pretty nice for the for the expats in Mauritius as well. Just you know how it's becoming like a, a suburb of Johannesburg again. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I used to do like every month when I was a hostie at SAA. Yeah. We used to go over there on the airbuses or scare buses as we like to call them. So it was quite nice. I'm, I kind of miss, miss Mauritius, not miss Mauritius. <laughs> um, I do miss it a lot. Anyway, so hopefully I'll get over there at some stage. Anyway, so some news from expats and my one, which I actually I'm, I'm quite sad about, um, was I got news yesterday from my ex agent, um, to say that Lawrence Hilton, who was, the person in the studio when I was doing Treasure Hunt. So I was running around with a helicopter and he was in the studio with the contestants. And I mean, I absolutely loved him. People remember him from all the wonderful spa ads that he did. And then he did those silly weather reports where people would throw buckets of water at him if it was raining. Um, he passed away yesterday morning and I'm like really so sad about it and because over the years i mean he was living um, in the south of england and he was having these fiercely contested hotly contested shall i say actually fierce uh, competition with the woman next door with their hanging basket displays in their little village <laughs> and he was getting most upset and i mean the 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 flower basket wars had become something i was really quite fond of and and of course it was his birthday the day before he he died as well i saw so, your message yeah i'm like really very sad about that. I didn't know he was unwell. I'm not sure of the um, the situation or anything circumstances surrounding it, but um, I know. A, so he was such sorry. a mensch. And, and he yeah. was such a mensch. He, he was um, a great contributor to SA People of good news. Um, he, he supported fellow South African expats helping, you know, raise money for a lady who had a, actually, with an expat group, Rheumatoid raising arthritis. money for a lady back in South Africa. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. and he, on, um, oh, is it Freedom Day? He would have the most amazing poems about South Africa. He never yeah. lost his love for South Africa at all. He's, so, yeah, yeah I, I think he'll be very sadly missed. And uh, while we're on things that have been kind of, Attacking. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that people here in South Africa, people who who know um, two of the best presenters, radio and TV, Jeremy Mansfield and Mark Pilgrim, and of course Mark Pilgrim is on um, Hot Nine. Uh, it's not Hot One Ninety One Nine. We're Hot One O Two Point Seven. Also X Five FM. Um, Jeremy Mansfield. I'm sure you all remember him from Nine Four Seven and everything. I'm working with him at the moment. Both of them having successfully beaten cancer in the past. Both of them are now being revisited by cancer and actually having to go through fighting it again. So I'm just giving them a big ups and everybody who really appreciated the two of them over the years when they were either on radio or on television, just send out a thought. Um, keep them in your thoughts as well. Absolutely. Uh, All our they go support treatment. and prayers yep. for them. Yeah. Okay, so what else have we got from expats around the world? Well, we've had some amazing, except amazing is the wrong word. You know, in English, we don't really have another word for amazing in a negative context. I suppose devastating, but it's not the same as amazing. Anyway, um, amazing pictures from Australia of the floods that have, mm. you know, people's 
kitchens, living rooms, everything just totally flooded. It's, it's been massive. It, it hasn't had... Whereabouts? Uh, mainly Queensland, but it's gone down into New South Wales. Uh, the rain just hasn't let up. And it really has been devastating. But I think all the attention has been on Ukraine. So, you know, mm -hmm. there hasn't been as much news about the floods. But, but yeah, a lot of South African expats have been suffering. And I remember last time when I was still in Australia and there was a huge flood. They were very good, though, at homing people in other places while their homes Mm. Got um, got fixed and renovated and everything. Well, we've been having lots of rain here in South Africa, and I mean, it was like a case of everybody going, "Oh, we've got so much rain in January." I'm like, this usually is like this in January. We haven't had much of a summer in Johannesburg, um, and then along came February and went, "Here, January, hold my beer," <laughs> because we <laughs> it wasn't the highest ever recorded um, rainfall in South Africa in Johannesburg in February, but it was pretty much was damn close, like one millimeter out. Yeah, so we've been having a lot of rain. Anyway, <laughs> But then you were going, sorry, I interrupted you. So far. And yeah, this year. So we're desperate. Mm. Um, no, some really good news came out of New Zealand this week, which is that mm. against all odds, you know, when South Africa last week, I didn't even mention it because it was just too depressing. Um, when South Africa played New Zealand in the cricket, uh, we lost mm. so badly. I think it was our second worst defeat ever and then oh then this week dean alger the captain just like really bravely took the decision we're going to bat first and as he said he could have looked absolutely stupid if it had backfired but he had faith in his team and his team pulled through um kyle ferrain who's kind of replaced quentin de Kock, he he managed mm -hmm. to pull off a century unbeaten. So yeah, that was yesterday when when we leveled the series. Absolutely unbelievable. And and I'd love to also read Kurbus, the guy in Ukraine with the four dogs. Yeah. He wrote something so so lovely this morning when he saw, you know, that, that South Africa had had equalized. He said in Ukraine, I am experiencing the most unbelievable show of a nation coming together and being united under the Ukrainian flag. Let's, we South Africans, unite and support this Proteo team and its coach. What Mark Boucher, is that how you pronounce it? Mark Boucher. Okay. What Mark <laughs> Boucher has installed in this team goes way beyond the technical aspects of the game. He has found the coach's holy grail, a spirit of a united team that never gives up. Which excellent. Which is which sums up South Africans so well and sums up Ukrainians, you know. And mm. and mm. Uh, you know you. Uh, uh, you're probably not seeing this in South Africa, but because my daughters have many, many Ukrainian friends, we're being littered with memes and jokes. And you cannot believe the Ukrainians are very, very, very similar in humor um, to the South Africans. Really? Yeah, find, you know, <laughs> finding that as a way to, to cope. I suppose everybody does. It, it's yeah. universal. Shame, yeah. Anyway, so from the universe back to South Africa, what have you picked up in the way of local good news here in SA? Back to beautiful South Africa. Well, False Bay, which is stunning just to look at, has has been a place of world records in the last couple of weeks. One of them just yesterday. Firstly, there was a guy, so crossing False Bay is like almost 35 kilometers. It's the same as the English mm. Channel. 
and in distance. I think English Channel takes a lot longer because the currents can sweep you far off course. So about a week ago, there's this photographer, Abri Kruger, from Somerset West, and he heard about Simon Inker, who was going to try and break the world record, Guinness World Record, for being the oldest person to, to swim the, the false bay thingy. And he went down and was surprised to find nobody there. Simon was just doing it on his own, raising a lot of good money for children in hospitals who can't see their parents. And Simon just took the most spectacular photos uh, and and has told the world about it, you know. So so now we all know. And Simon did, um, Abri took the photos and Simon did break the world record. So well done to him, the oldest ever. And I think he was the eighth person ever to do it. And then yesterday, Kyle Stevens from Edenvale High School, he, at the age of 16, became the fastest ever. And he got his oh, tips. Really? He got his tips from um, the guy who had the record Lewis before. Lewis Ryan no. Strumruet. <laughs> you okay. and Lewis have got to get together. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to meet. I've spoken to him before. I haven't met him. I think he's absolutely wonderful. Yeah, he I'm like is. completely crazy about him. I just think he's a total Looney Tune. Um, and I'd just love to meet him and see what he's like in real life. You know, yeah. what he does for South Africa and for ocean awareness is brilliant. So and anyway, world, back yeah. on to Ryan Stumbrot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Ryan, Ryan actually gave Carl some good tips, and and yeah, Carl did it in uh, I think. Eight Eight hours and eight minutes, which wow. is amazing. <laughs> we couldn't even run that in that t- time. So I'm, I'm a walker. Why would I run? <laughs> hey, Mrs. Sorry. Walker. Mrs. Walker. <laughs> All right. What else have you got? If you feel like a feel good, go and check on SA People a video of the Drakensberg Boys Choir with the Sharks. And honestly, they, they're singing a cover of um, Imagine Dragons Follow You, but you mm-hmm. you can't tell who were the biggest fans of who. The the Sharks look so happy. The choir boys look so happy. It's just, it is so beautiful. I, I grinned the whole way through, and of course I, I cried as well, but only only with joy. We've also got Gillian Lee Soames. You know, she lives next door to the helipad. <laughs> oh, oh, she's actually my best friend's ex-husband's wife. I know. She told me this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've both gone on to greener pastures. So happier, happier mm. marriages and relationships. Much and happier. The that. other one's yeah. living in London. Yeah. yeah. Right. So Gillian's living in uh, – she's always up in uh, the Kruger. I know yeah, she's, she's very into taking pictures of, of specifically leopards as well. She does lots of leopard oh, pictures. Um, uh, amazing pictures, yeah. And now she's taking amazing pictures of Tom. And he spoke to her. Um, we, we posted We're a video. We're talking about Tom Cruise, obviously. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> My mate, Tom. Um, well, Gillian's mate, Tom. He said this week, so, so she sent us this video like minutes after she filmed it, um, where Tom actually says, somebody, somebody else said to him, but why are you filming in South Africa? And he said, because South Africa is such a beautiful country. So I agree. I know. I know. So it's something not so beautiful talking animals and everything, is that tomorrow is World, uh, Thursday, 3rd of March, is World Wildlife Day. And this weekend, the Department of Forestry, Fisheries Series and the Environment uh, announced that South Africa will allow the hunting of 10 vulnerable leopard, 
150 endangered elephant and 10 critically endangered black rhino. They say that it's for conservation. They say that the money will go towards conservation. But HSI Africa has just released a report this week that says that's not true. Only a fraction of the money goes to the communities for a start. And 83% of the hunting trophies that are sent abroad are, you know, making this alleged money for conservation are actually from captive animals or non-native animals. So um, it's not actually helping Jenny, please put up all of the details on how people can get involved in a petition to stop the DFFI, whatever DFFE people from doing this. This is not acceptable. This should actually be not flagship story. Is there a way that we can stop them from actually being allowed to do this? It's, it's funny. I was thinking just that this morning and I will get hold of Leo at HSI Africa because I reread the article to see if there was any call to action and there wasn't a call to action. So I will speak to her today and find out what we can do apart from raising Please. awareness. Will do. No, I was just about to say I can't wait. My child's. I'm sure my child is actually quite upset now that she decided that she's only going to go into her course in Hutzpah from July instead of going now in January because <laughs> um, it was too soon after she finished school because she would have gone up and like stalked Tom Cruise as well while she's stalking animals. Yeah, yeah, and make a fortune if she could get some photos because she takes great photos. She is. Yeah, she's really really good at that. Anyway, so enough about the elephant in the room. What's this about an elephant in the garden? Uh, just just. I, I thought we should add a little feel-good after that horrible World Wildlife Day news, which is um, there's, a, there's a Dutch expat who lives in the Kruger with her husband, who's a ranger. And um, mm -hmm. she used to be a KLM hostie like you. I, I yeah, think they call them something yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. and, um, Cabin attendants, yeah. <laughs> that's it, that's it. And she, she yeah, we've got to be more PC. Uh, she, has a, she has a blog <laughs> called Our Life in Kruger, which is, you know, fascinating. She, her husband waking up in the middle of the night because there's lions sleeping outside their gate. And she came home the, um, on Sunday and there had been an elephant in their garden um, and had, you know, made a mess. She thought it was the warthogs. And then the neighbor came over with a video showing what had actually happened while she was out. Um, yeah, you've got to be careful when you go out. Hey? These kids can be naughty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so I love the one that I saw, on. the video that I saw of the elephant pushing over a tree and then using it to scratch his bum on. <laughs> this huge tree just knocks it straight into the road and somebody happened to be there on the road and filmed it. It's a lovely thing. And it's sitting there and like really getting its butt into, like Aww. scratching on the fallen over tree. Anyhow, on to more entertaining things <laughs> than just watching elephants scratching their butt. What uh, should people be watching? What should they be looking out for? Okay, so we had the Screen Actors Guild Awards this week, and um, mm -hmm. there's three shows on Showmax that if you're in South Africa, make sure you watch. They won awards. The one I know you've watched, uh, Mayor of Easttown, Kate, mm, Kate Winslet won um, for Best Female Actor. Um, then Succession that I keep telling you to watch. Um, oh, I'm watching it. Oh, good. My brother convinced me as well. So oh, okay. I'm now into season two. Yeah, no, I binge watched it. Okay, they are the most annoying people. I want to actually get in there and give them a 
good paddy whack, put them over money and, and give them it, all a damn good hiding. But you know what? It just gets better and better and better. And they won for best ensemble cast. And mm-hmm. then who else? So that's also on Showmax. And then also, I haven't watched this, but I just watched the trailer and it looks fantastic. Jean Smart, who was in Mayor of East Town as well and mm-hmm. nominated for that, she won for Hacks. Which is like a comedy TV series and it's on Showmax. So go watch oh. Hacks. I think, I think you'll enjoy it. It's funny. It's, it's. Uh, <clears throat> talking about what to watch. I did take one of your suggestions and I watched, I think, about <laughs> probably two minutes oh, no. of sex in Afrikaans. Was it too and much? And then I went, I can't watch this. I actually, I can't. It was just like, you know, the amount of dildos flying around the place. No, no, no. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm a single woman and I'm very, very prim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, well, one of the other shows that's doing really well is The Wife. It's just come back season two and expats can watch that. That's available mm. around the world apart from America. And, um, and then that what was also did really well at the Screen Actors Guild is Coda. So do you know what Coda is about? Mm-mm. It's it's on Apple TV. It's based on a French movie that I saw in 2014 that is so funny. So I, I haven't watched Coda myself yet, but it is up for Oscars as well. And it's Coda stands for Children of Deaf Adults. And it's about mm-hmm. a woman who is the only hearing, you know, she's the daughter and she's the only hearing one in the family and she wants to sing and it's, 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 it's brilliant. The, well, the French one was brilliant. So, and yeah. clearly the English, the American version is doing well. So watch that on Apple TV. And then I added this in for you on Netflix, season four of Formula One Drive to Survive starts on March the 11th, which is I think about a week okay. before the actual F1, you know, this year's F1. Formula begins. One was great in up until kind of the mid nineties, as far as I'm concerned. And no, 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 like the Mal, characters you, now. Eh. You've got to jump back in and just go with the flow. You've got to. No. You've got to. You I prefer can't. to live That's in the past century. in the good days. No. The bad boys when they were totally un PC like me, which oh. is fabulous. So sorry. I'm not, I'm unapologetically not PC. Uh-uh. <laughs> I will not be. But, Anyhow. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So what have you got coming up next week? <laughs> I don't think all of them are PC. Coming up is, is just, you know, more of the same. We, we are focusing on Ukraine. South mm. Africans are falling in love with President Zelensky. I've seen some mm. amazing comments, even calling him hot. But I, I think he's a, a, a great guy. I don't know if he's hot. And we've got, you know, the, the messages from Kurbis, et cetera, et cetera. All right, fantastic. Yeah. Well, very busy week. Let's just hope that um, tensions kind of die down a little bit and, and Russia gets its act together and leaves other people alone. It's not yours. Go away. Uh, no, I'm not saying to you go away. But Jenny, thank you very much. <laughs> we'll catch up with you again next week. Until then, have a fantastic time. And of course, don't forget people you can get across onto sapeople.com or go and follow them on the Facebook page. Share your stories and your pictures with Jenny and the rest of the South African society because we are sappers. We are so lekker cool, etc. <laughs> All right. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. A bientôt. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.